Let us do the Simran. <clears throat> Repeat the Nam and make your life successful. Get attached in love with the Master. This is a bhajan of Sanji's Simran Karie on page 209. Oh man, without the Simran, you have to go in the inferior bodies. You do not get food to your liking. You have to eat the dirt and straw. Let us go to the satsang and meditate on the nam and withdraw our mind from doing the bad deeds. Daughters, sons, family, community. Oh man, they all are sweet magic. Without nam, nothing goes along with us. This law applies to all. Giving up all the fights and disputes let us make our mind understand. All the relations and all the brothers and sisters are the lovers of self-interest. No one comes near in the final time. They are the support that betrays. In the end, Satguru will come. Let us be grateful to him. We are stuck in the virtues and sins. We are helpless. Our efforts do not count. Guru Kripalji, give us your support. Ajayb has got the perfect master. Let us sing the songs of the master. Let us do the Simran. Repeat the Nam and make your life successful. Get attached in love with the master. Abhajan of Sanchi is on page 209. Nam Simrariye. Jindagi saplab nariye Piyara guru nalapaliye Simran kariye Nariye Jindagi saplab nariye Piyara guru Simran Bajo Bandetenu Bedi Ajuna Vichajanapave Manabonda Nai Kanamiladam Ganda Pusanu Kanapave Semarana Bajo Bandekenu Beria Juna Vicha Janapave Manabonda Nai Kanamiledam Gandapusanu Kanapave Sang Jaye Nam Diaye Manabadia Totalie Piara Guru Nalie Semaranakadie Nam Semradie Jindagi sap 
गुरु कृपाल जीते ओ सहारा हसी अर गे Let us do the Simran. Repeat the Nam and make your life successful. Get attached in love with the Master. And our second bhajan is Sanchi's bhajan Jyotarabhadi Hei on page 218. The light of God has come. Everybody give congratulation. I am laughing heartily and telling everyone door to door. I'm telling everyone door to door that the beautiful one has come. Today, all the gods and goddesses are celebrating happiness and the fairies are singing bhajans. The whole world is congratulating in happiness and is celebrating festivities in the homes. The face can't help but smile. The brightness of the light is overwhelming. The glare is in my eyes. The friends are getting together and saying the divine light has come being different from the world. A light has come in the home of Father Hukam Singh and Mother Gulab Devi. His name is Kirpal and he is a model for the world. He came and removed the darkness from Ajayb. I am happy to reside in 16 PS. The light of God has come. Everybody give congratulation. I am laughing heartily and telling everyone door to door. I am telling everyone door to door that the beautiful one has come. A bhajan of Sanchi's on page 218. Sonaha me gare gare das di pira me das di pira Jotarabadi hai sare di hoji badahini me kire kira kire kire hats di pira te gare gare das di pira ayaha Sonaha me gare gare das di pira me das di pira Aj devi devati manon sare kushia te pariya shabade aj gondia Aj devi devati manon sare kushia te pariya shabade aj gondia 
The light of God has come. Everybody give congratulation. I am laughing heartily and telling everyone door to door. I'm telling everyone door to door that the beautiful one has come. There is an announcement, a reminder that two weeks from yesterday, on Saturday, October 7th, there'll be a one-day meditation retreat celebrating the founding of Sampane Ashram. This was on the occasion of Master Kripal Singh's first visit on October 11th, 1963. All initiates are welcome to attend any of the scheduled meditation sittings. Schedules are available at the book table in the big house. 
and those who plan to take meals at the ashram are requested to please let us know. You can leave your name at the book table. I'm going to begin this week reading from Master Kripal Singh's book, Prayer. And there's first a preface that begins with a quote from the Bible from Matthew. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. And Master Kripal writes, Prayer is the salt of life, and we cannot do without it. It is ingrained in the nature of man to pray for the fulfillment of his wishes, whatever they be. But more often than not, we do not know what we may really pray for, how to pray, and what we, what we may do to make our prayer a great dynamic force as may stir up heaven's mercy. The secret of a successful prayer lies not so much in the words we use, nor in the time we devote to it, nor in the effort that we put into it, as it lies in the concentrated attention that we may give it at the seat of the soul so as to make it soulful. The most natural form for a fruitful prayer is the yearning of a soul without the agency of words, oral or mental, with the tongue of thought. A prayer like this generates and releases such a fund of spiritual energy. <clears throat> a prayer like this generates and releases such a fund of spiritual energy that all the cosmic powers are attracted and combined together, shaping out things as best as possible. A true prayer is one continuous process, independent of form, time, and place and leads ultimately to the stage of Sahaj, a halcyon calm, a perfect equipoise, and a complete satiety with no desire whatsoever. This then is the climax of a genuine prayer, and here prayer itself ceases to be a prayer and becomes a state of being as one gradually rises first into cosmic consciousness with the divine will fully revealed unto him. This is the be-all and the end-all of prayer. And how to achieve it is the object of, of this inquiry. At the end of the book, by way of an appendix, are collected in classified form specimen prayers from various saints and scriptures for the benefit of the interested reader. Kripal Singh, July 1st, 1959. And since the append the book, the text of the book is about 100 pages long, and then there are 50 pages of specimen prayers. Um, and I thought I would close the satang for the next several weeks reading the prayers rather than reading one at a time, rather than reading them as an entire section. So chapter one, 
is titled Prayer Defined. Prayer is the master key that unlocks the kingdom of heaven. Prayer can be defined as an anguished cry of the soul in distress or helplessness to a power fuller and greater than itself for relief and comfort. It is in the generic and commonly accepted sense an invocation to God or God-man, the living master, competent enough to grant solace and peace to a mind tortured by the problems of life and life's surroundings. And Master quotes from an early Christian hymn, Prayer is the soul's sincere desire, uttered or unexpressed, the motion of a hidden fire that trembles in the breast. A worldly wise man in this scientific age regards human life just as any other mechanical contrivance which moves and acts blindly on the lone principle of cause and effect with no guiding hand behind it. Against this mechanistic concept of man and the universe, there is an organic concept as well. Without denying the principle of cause and effect that is visibly in operation in human affairs, the exponents of the organic theory see behind it the hand of God or the law of God in and through which the principle of cause and effect is at work. The law of God, then, is the motor power or seed force from which every conceivable principle, scientific or ethical, springs and works out the divine will according to his purpose. We unfortunately see only the surface currents and cannot penetrate into the depths beneath. In common experience, we see that a worldly wise man, with all the material resources at his command, is actually in a state of dire helplessness. Ever dissatisfied with what he has, he cries for more and blindly works to that end, employing all means, fair or foul, to achieve his desires. But all his riches and possessions, money and power, name and fame, fail to give him any degree of satisfaction he still continues more helpless than ever before in the face of disease, decay, and death. His mind is always haunted by untold fears and imaginary horrors. With no moorings, he drifts rudderless upon the ocean of life, a prey to chance winds and waters. In this sad plight, either he flounders on the rock of suicide, or if he escapes that, he drags on a weary existence until death comes to his rescue. But even in death he finds no comfort. He yields to it simply because he cannot help it. This is the sad story of a common man of the workaday world. On the other hand, a really wise man also tries, like the former, to collect means of a comfortable existence. But unlike the other, these do not, in his case, form an obsession with him. Behind all his efforts, he sees the hand of God and is never bothered by success or failure in his endeavors. He leaves the results to the divine will, for that alone knows what is good for him to possess. If things come to him as he desires, he does not feel elated, 
but accepts them with sincere thanks and with a grateful heart. But if things turn the other way, he does not feel de dejected, but smilingly bows down his head before the supreme judge who decided otherwise. And at every step he prays to God, for he knows that without God's active aid, he cannot do anything by himself. Prayer is, in a strict sense, another name for collecting the outgoing and wandering faculties of the mind at the root of the mind. Like the rays of the sun, these spread out into the world, and likewise, these can be withdrawn and collected at their source. A person in infatuation with a thing which he cannot get, or in distress and distraction over some calamity from which he cannot escape, sets his face toward God for success in his endeavors or comfort in his woe-begone condition, as the case may be. This concentration, while begging for help, is called prayer. Human mind is the throne of God, and hence it is at times termed Kaaba. And then there's a quote from Malana Rumi. Of all the pilgrimages, the one to the human mind is the most sacred. Much better it is to win merit here than countless trips to Mecca. As soon as a person collects himself and focuses his attention at the seat of the mind, he stirs up the mercy of God, which in turn fills him with strength and fortitude never experienced before. These enable him to find a way out of the difficulty, whatever it be. A will, when concentrated, works wonders. Where there is a will, there is a way, is a common saying. Prayer is nothing but concentrated will falling back upon its source, the great reservoir of power in which are lodged all sorts of possibilities, physical, mental, and spiritual and one can draw upon any of these according to one's needs. Great indeed is man. He lives in a God-made temple, along with God himself. His very spirit is just a drop from the ocean of divine life. Between God and spirit there is no other obstacle but that of the veil of the mind. If this veil were to stop fluttering in the breeze of desires, as it does at present, the spirit could take in directly the cosmic energy from its very source. As you think, so you become, is a common adage. If a part thinks of the whole, it gradually begins to imbibe the characteristics of the latter. So is the case with the human spirit. It can gradually expand until it becomes all-embracing from the cribbed, cabined, cramped, and cringing position that it occupies in its present state. When freed from its entanglements, physical, mental, and causal, it triumphantly cries out, I am soul, or I am as thou art, or as Christ put it, I and my Father are one. There are two types of people in the world. First, those who can withdraw, introvert, and take inspiration directly from the great power within. 
Secondly, those who depend on outer aids like churches and temples for worship and offering prayers at altars or before idols and statues. Some try to seek inspiration from the great forces of nature like the sun, the moon, the snow-covered hilltops, waters of the sacred rivers, as different manifestations of the one power behind the entire universe. Everyone, according to his faith and degree of concentration, gets some benefit from his mode of worship, for nothing is lost in nature, and no effort goes in vain. Some people do not believe in the existence of God, and as such have no faith in prayer, for they do not realize that God has no objective appearance and cannot be seen by the, fle the eyes of flesh. In a quote from Guru Arjan, O Nanak, the eyes that behold the Lord are quite different from those with which we see the world. The truth, in fact, is that God is spirit and can be worshipped in spirit only. We cannot worship him with human hands and much less in handmade temples and synagogues. He dwells in the inmost depths of the human soul. He is the soul of our very soul. He is imminent in every form and not apart from forms. All colors and all patterns alike take their hue and design from him alone. Whether we believe in him or not, we actually live in him and have our very being in him. True prayer, then, is the means to concentrate the wandering wits at one center, the center of the soul, to gather up the spirit currents at the still point in the body, between and behind the eyes. Herein lies all worship, all prayers, all renunciation, and all knowledge of here and hereafter. The path to salvation lies in direct touch with the inner power rather than to get entangled in this or that thing. Truth is one, though sages have described it variously, is a well-known Upanishadic saying. Why not then search out the eternal truth of which Nanak speaks? And this is from the Japji. Truth was in the beginning of creation. Truth has been the beginning of each age, and truth shall ever remain when all ages and creations pass away. And that's the conclusion of chapter one. This next reading is a question and answer session that took place with Sanchi in Rajasthan in March of 1989. And it was printed in the June 1989 Sanpani magazine under the title On Forgiving Others. And the questioner says, when someone has done something to hurt me deeply, I may feel that I want to forgive them and I may say that I forgive them, but I don't know how to truly forgive and forget in my heart. Please help me understand how to do this. And Santi replies, This question should be understood by all the satangis, because in the path of the masters, forgiveness is a very important element. 
When you have forgiven somebody, you should completely forget about it. Because if you go on remembering that you have forgiven some person, or if you think in terms of how that person has accepted your forgiveness, and how he has taken advantage of your forgiveness, if you will remember all those things, then it is possible that your mind may bother you and you may get more ego. Also, it is possible that your mind may give you more trouble. And in fact, you have not really forgiven that person. So not even in the state of dreams should you remember that you have forgiven that person. After you have forgiven anyone for their faults, you should completely forget about them. The most important thing is that when you are in a position or situation where you have to forgive someone, you should remember the form of the master and having the form of the master in front of you. Only with that kind of feeling you should forgive the person. You should say that it is not you who are forgiving that person, but it is the master who is forgiving that person. If you will take the credit for forgiving the other person, it is possible that ego may haunt you and bother you. But if you will give the credit to the master and say, it is the master who is within me who has forgiven you, then you will not have any difficulty with the ego. You know that we jivas are not worth anything and we do not have the capacity to forgive anyone. Instead of taking the credit on our own selves that we have forgiven the person, we should pass it on to our master. And we should instead do our meditation and sit at the feet of the master and pray to him, Oh, beloved Lord, you should forgive me as you have forgiven that person through me. On this subject, I once commented on the Bani of Swamiji Maharaj. It is possible that many of the dear ones may have had the opportunity to read that talk. In that talk, I said that if anyone has made any mistake, knowingly or unknowingly, once he realizes that he has made the mistake, he should confess his mistake and ask for forgiveness. He should apologize to the person whom he has hurt, and the one who was hurt also has a responsibility of acknowledging that apology. He should also forgive that person in the name of the Master. Our soul never makes any mistakes because she is innocent, and she is of the same essence as that of God Almighty. God Almighty never makes any mistakes. He is free from all kinds of faults. In the same way, our soul is also free of all kinds of faults. She never makes any mistakes. We find faults in God Almighty only when we go away from Him. As long as we are connected to Him, we never find any faults in Him, because He does not have any faults. When we are looking at Him as a soul, we do not find any faults in Him. But when we go away from Him, when we get disconnected with Him, only then we start finding faults in Him. So the meaning of this is that the soul does not have any faults. The soul does not make any mistakes because she, is a, because she is the same essence as that of God Almighty. It is our mind who makes the mistakes. And mind does not have the capacity, the strength to forgive anyone because God has not given that capacity or that power to forgive others to our mind. 
So mind cannot forgive anyone because mind does not have the power of forgiving anyone. It is the soul or the power of the Shabnam which our beloved master has put within our soul who forgives and who asks for the forgiveness. You know that when, when you know that whenever anyone makes any mistakes it is his mind who is making him do the mistake. But his mind does not want to confess. It does not want to admit he has made the mistake. And it is the soul, his inner heart, who is confessing, who is admitting his faults. And it is the master who is asking for forgiveness. And on the other side also, it is the master, that power of Shabbat Nam, who is granting that forgiveness. So when it is the master who is asking for the forgiveness, and when it is the master who is giving the forgiveness, then where is the problem? Whenever anyone asks for our forgiveness, we should always be willing to forgive them. I am not much acquainted with the Holy Bible, but you have read it many times and you know a lot about it. It is said in the Bible that only he can be called a true Christian who forgives others and who does not hurt anyone. You know that when Christ was being crucified, how much torture he was given. He was made to wear the crown of thorns, and he was taken to the cross. You know how painful that would be. The soul trembles just to think of all that torture he was given. And you can very well imagine what he went through. But still he said, O oh Lord, forgive them, because they do not know what they are doing. Whatever they are doing is in their innocence, and you should forgive them. We are the disciples of those great masters whose writings we read every day and from whom we have learned that they were the form of forgiveness and they forgave even the worst sinners. I will tell you something from the history of Guru Arjan Dev Ji Maharaj. You know how much he was tortured and how he was made to sit on the hot coals and how hot sand was thrown on his head. He was tortured so much by the government of that time, and toward his end time, the officer in charge, whose name was Chandu Savai, tried to poison his son. Guru Arjan Dev's house and family were destroyed right in front of him, but still he didn't say any word against them. He always forgave them. Even though all these things ha happened, still Guru Arjan Dev was full of forgiveness for all the people. But sometime after Guru Arjan Dev left the body, Chandu Savai left his post because people who, are on, people who are in government do not remain in their posts forever. The time comes when the people who once ruled over the country become ordinary people again. And when they fall into the hands of the people who they had tortured, those people take their revenge. When Guru Hargobind started working, his glory started spreading all over, and the government of that time told Guru Hargobind to do his work wherever he wanted. He was also asked if he wanted to give punishment to Chandu Savai, because Chandu Savai was the main person behind all the torture that Guru Arjandev had received. But Guru Hargobind said, No, no, I do not want to put him to trial. I do not want to give him any punishment, because in the court of my beloved Lord, there is no place for punishment. That is the place of forgiveness. 
and I do not want to give any punishment, because whatever he did, he was supposed to do that. Masters always forgive even the worst sinners, so I do not want to give him any punishment. Such was the heart of Guru Hargobind, but you know that the disciples are very emotional, and they do not have such a heart like the Masters. So when Chandu Savai came into the hands of the disciples of Guru Arjan, and when they remembered all the torture with which Chandu Savai had given to Guru Arjan Dev, they could not control themselves. They put a chain around the neck of Chandu Savai and made him walk on the streets of Lahore like a dog. When they came to the shop where Chandu Savai had gotten the hot sand to put on Guru Arjan Dev's head, that shop shopkeeper became very angry and he said, well, this is the same Chandu Savai who in the intoxication of his power made me throw the hot sand on that great Guru Arjandev. So then he also put hot sand on Chandu Savai's head and when he did that he hit him with a big stone. Chandu Savai almost died and he called for the help of Guru Hargobind saying, Oh Guru Hargobind, now I am in your refuge. You protect me. So by the grace of the beloved Master, and because of the forgiveness which the Masters have, Chandu Savai was liberated right then because he requested Guru Hargobind for his help. So you see how much forgiveness and grace the Masters have. They forgive even those people who have done so many bad things to their Master. In the time of Guru Gobind Singh, there was a very devoted disciple, Bhaidaya Singh, who used to meditate a lot and go within. One day when he was all alone with Guru Gobind Singh, he asked him, Master, I have read about so many great sinners who tortured the past masters and how they were bothering the other dear ones. Are they in hell now because of all the bad things they did? He particularly mentioned Chandu Savai, who had tortured Guru Arjandev. But Guru Gobind Singh Ji replied, No, dear one, Chandu Savai was liberated right then because he had the darshan of two great masters. First he had the darshan of Guru Arjandev, and then he had the darshan of Guru Hargobind. And also when he was dragged by the disciples of Guru Arjandev through the streets of Lahore, at that time, he was always remembering the form of Guru Hargobind because he knew that Guru Hargobind was the only one who could forgive him and who could protect him. So he had been contemplating on the form of Guru Hargobind and he was remembering him so much so that at the time of his death, Guru Hargobind had to come and liberate him. <coughs> so you see, dear ones, we are the disciples of those great masters who forgive even the worst sinners. So whenever we are in that kind of situation, when we have to forgive anyone, we should always remember the form of the masters. And in the name of our beloved master, we should always forgive them. And after forgiving the people who hurt us or who have done any mistake, we should never remember them and we should never make we should never even make them realize that we have forgiven them. Forgiven them in the name of our beloved Master. We should forget all about what happened. Often, <coughs> sorry, 
Often I have said that we should not give up this element of forgiveness even in our household, even in our married life. Why do we have all these conflicts and problems in our married life? Only because the husband and wife do not have this element of forgiveness in them. If both of them would have the element of forgiveness, and they, if they would forgive and forget each other's faults, they could easily make their home life like a heaven on earth. Do you think that we have been brought to the Master because of our good deeds only? Those who go within know that we have not come to the Master because of our good deeds. It was because of the grace and forgiveness of the Master that we were brought to Him. We were already so full of faults that unless He had forgiven us, we would never have been able to come to Him. When we come to the Master, it is only because of His forgiveness. He forgives our past faults and He tells us not to make any more mistakes in the future. And He always tells us that whatever we have done in the past, we have been forgiven. And even after giving us so much forgiveness, the Master never tells us, I have done this favor for you and I have forgiven you. He always remains very humble. Even if the disciple stands in front of other people and says, Master, you have forgiven me for this, or you have done this favor for me, Master always says, No, dear one, it is not me who has forgiven you. It is the grace of my beloved Master who has forgiven you. Matraput was a great scholar of Sanskrit. He had done a lot of research and he had searched a long time for a master. Finally, when he came to Guru Ramdas, he became his disciple and was so devoted that his writings are included are also included in the Guru Granth Sahib. There he says, "I do not have any good qualities in me. I am full of bad qualities. Giving up the nectarful nam, I went for the poison of this world." I attached myself to the sons, daughters, and all the family members, and everything of this world. But finally, after searching all over the world for you, I have come to your door. This is my one request. O oh, Guru Ramdas, always keep me in your refuge. Those who have children know that children go on making mistakes all day long, but the mother has forgiveness and the mother has been given attachment to the children. That is why she does not remember any of the mistakes which the children are making. And even though they go on making the mistakes again and again, she always goes on forgiving them. In the same way, the masters also behave like a 40-day-old child in front of their Lord, and they always say, O oh Lord, as the mother does not remember the mistakes the child makes, in the same way, don't you remember the mistakes we make? Oh, my beloved mother, I am your child. Why don't you forget and forgive me for all the mistakes I make? I hope that you have understood lovingly what I told you about this subject of forgiveness. There is a lot more which I could say on this subject. And this last reading is the first part of a question and answer session that took place in December of 1985 in Rajasthan. 
and this talk was printed in the April 1990 Sampane magazine under the title, Not Even a Leaf Can Turn. And the first questioner says, Sanchi, it seems to me that we criticize others when we feel in some way inferior ourselves. We make others wrong in order to make ourselves right. Does it follow that we must first love and accept ourselves in order for us to be able to love and accept others? And only then ultimately can we learn to love you? And Sanchi replies, this is right. A person criticizes another person only when he wants to hide his own faults and shortcomings. He cannot bear it when the other person is being glorified or is being praised because he feels himself inferior to that person. So in order to prove the other person wrong, he criticizes him. Only a weak-hearted person criticizes others, and those who criticize others lose a lot in their spirituality. In one of the chapters of Sukhmanisab, the jewel of happiness, a lot of light has been thrown on the subject of criticism. Also in the talks about the Gorivars, which I gave and which has now been published as the book The Two Ways, a lot has been said about criticism. A lot has been said about it in both of those books. You should read those books and you will get to know a lot about criticism. He who is perfect and strong and who has manifested his master within him does not criticize anyone. And he also does not allow his followers to come near this bad disease. Criticism does not have any taste in it. It is a very bad disease. And it is a very bad deal. Those who get involved in criticism lose a lot of their spiritual wealth. He who goes in the within and who concentrates at the eye center, even a little bit, gets the status of sahaj. After that, criticism or praise does not have any effect on that soul because he knows that everything is in the will of his master. Criticism does not become the cause of his sadness, and praise does not become any reason for his being happy. He becomes immovable in his faith for his master, and he knows that not even a single leaf can turn without the will of his master. He always has the support of the master, so he does not get affected by the criticism or the praise of other people. And then the next questioner says, she'd mentioned the necessity for accepting and loving yourself. It takes a long time, as you have mentioned. In the meantime, we have all these negative qualities that we carry along with us. That's our karmic background. What is the attitude we should take toward those negative qualities so as to be able to accept and love ourselves. And Sanchi says, we have to choose our path because both of the paths are within us. We have to choose either the path of the negative qualities within us or choose the path of the masters, the path of the nam, which the master has put within us. You know by following the negative thoughts and by following the path of the mind how great a burden of sins we have put on our own head. And you know that we can get rid of that burden by following the path of the masters. When we follow the path of the master, our soul becomes free from all these negative qualities. When we concentrate at the eye center and when we go further, our soul starts becoming pure. But if we give up the path of the masters, the path of Nam, and walk on the path of the negative qualities, 
then our soul goes lower and lower. Another questioner says, you said that it is not good to admire anyone but master. But since all good qualities come from master anyway, why would that be so detrimental? And Sanchi says, the first thing it the thing is that first we should know why we are admiring or praising a certain person. Are we really admiring him? Are we really praising him without any interest of our own? Or are we only doing it outwardly and don't really mean it? We can really praise the master or we can really admire the master only when we go in the within and only when we follow his teachings. Outwardly we cannot admire him enough and we cannot praise him in his full sense. Anyway, we should not have any ill feelings towards any society or religion or any person. Especially for a satsangya, it is very important to have good feelings and good thoughts for everyone. A satsangya should become an example to the society or to the family or to the other people in the world. He should present himself as an example and people should admire him really. And they should say about him that he is a good disciple of a great master. He earns his livelihood honestly. Satsangi should adopt and develop such qualities within them that people may see that and people may admire them. And the next questioner says, when we hear that someone is criticizing us, if other people come and tell us that person is criticizing you, if we have kept our door open to that person to come directly to us, do we have an obligation to go to that person and say anything? And Sanchi replies, it is better on such occasions to keep quiet. But since we have weak hearts and narrow minds, that is why when we hear ourselves criticized, then we do not even remain in our clothes. Our blood starts moving very fast and we become so upset that we don't have any patience and we go to that person and start arguing with him. If you will not keep quiet in front of the person who comes and tells you that other person criticizes you or thinks like this about you, if you will say anything, you should remember that he is going to tell that other person the same things which you have said about him. And in this way it is possible that you may, may get into some kind of trouble. Such people who bring criticism from one place to another and take the replies back they waste their lives and they spoil their life doing this job. If you are wise and strong in your own selves, then on such occasions when somebody comes and tells you about the other person criticizing you, you should do a lot of Simran at that time and remember the form of the master and lovingly tell that person, dear one, you should not tell me anything about all this because I love that person who is criticizing me and I have good feelings for him and you should not tell me anything about all this. When you will tell all those things to that person who brought that message of criticism to you, he will feel embarrassed, and never in his life will he come back again carrying the criticism of the other people. The tape we're hearing is a satsang from Sanchi's last visit here at Sampani Ashram. This talk was given July 24th, 1996.
स्नेह जानी गत मत शब्द की जिन गुर पाया शब्द का और प्रीत करी जिन शब्द की कौन इस परम जाल तो निकलता है जिन्हों शब्द स्वरूपी शब्द अभ्यासी गुरु मिल जाता है और जिन्हों ने प्रेम प्यार दे नाल शब्द की कमाई की शब्द को आपके अंदर प्रगट कर लिया हू कम्स आउट ऑफ द स्नेर ऑफ द इल्यूजन ओनली ही हू मीट विथ द परफेक्ट संसद गुरु एंड गेट द नाम फ्रॉम द सदगुरु एंड लविंगली एंड अफेक्शनेटली डज द मेडिटेशन ऑफ द शब्द नाम ओनली ही कम्स आउट ऑफ दिस इल्यूजिव ट्रैप प्यारे हो रेलवे वाले टिकट देते हैं अगे मुसाफिर की जिम्मेवारी है कि उस टिकट तो फायदा उठा के ट्रेन के बैठता है जो वो टिकट लेके ट्रेन च ना बैठे घर में चलिया जाए तो रेलवे का जोड़ा महकमा है उन्होंने की जिम्मेवारी है इस तरह सतगुरु सू शब्द का भेज दिता नाम की टिकट दिता है हूँ साडा फर्ज है कि उस शब्द के जहाज के प्यार ना बैठिए जो दसदा है उसकी कमाई करिए और उसू आप अंदर प्रगट करिए नहीं महाराज सावण सिंह कहें होंगे कि दवाई डॉक्टर तो लिया के आले रख दी है ना परहेज रख्या ना उसू खाधा वो किस तरह बीमारी दूर जाएगी डीएवंस द रेलवे अथॉरिटीज गिव यू द टिकट टू ट्रैवल now it is the responsibility of the traveler after taking the ticket that he should go and sit in the train and only after that he will reach his destination but instead of going and sitting in the train after getting the ticket if he goes back to his home then what responsibility does the railway authorities have it is not their fault if he does not reach his destination in the same way as master sound singh used to say that what is the use of going to the doctor and bringing the medicine if you are just going to put it on the shelf and not use it just as we have received the initiation at the same in the same way we need to meditate upon it so the it is our responsibility to meditate upon the naam and manifest the master within us that master which who has given us the naam initiation jin gor paaya shabd ka aur preet kari jin shabd ki बड़े पागीवे जीव है जो करे कमाई शब्द की थोड़ा प्यार ना कहते हैं दुनिया के उच्चे भागा वाले कौन है सुचे भागा वाले कौन है जेड़े शब्द नाम की कमाई करते हैं सुते जागते उठते बहते शब्द की कमाई करते हैं ना लविंगली ही से दैट हु आर दी मोस्ट फॉर्चुनेट वंस इन दिस वर्ल्ड ओनली दोज हु डू द मेडिटेशन ऑफ द शब्द नाम वाई दे आर स्लीपिंग और अवेक वट एवर दे डू अलोंग विद दैट दोज हु डू द मेडिटेशन ऑफ द शब्द नाम आर द मोस्ट फॉर्चुनेट वंस प्यारे असी आम तौर कोई दुनियावी तरक्की हो जाए घरे बच्चा पैदा हो जाए शादी हो जाए अच्छी पत्नी मिल जाए या अच्छा पति मिल जाए या होर कोई उच्चा वह मिल जाए असी कहने बड़े उच्चे भाग है लेकिन तुम सोच के देख लो 
ਜਿਹੜਾ ਉਹ ਮਿਲਿਆ ਉਹਦਾ ਉਹ ਸਾਡੇ ਕੋਲੇ ਸਦਾ ਨਹੀਂ ਰਹਿਣਾਗਾ ਇੱਕ ਦਿਨ ਸਾਥੋਂ ਖੁਸ ਜ਼ਰੂਰ ਜਾਣਾ ਹੈ ਸਾਡੇ ਕੋਲੇ ਚਲਿਆ ਜਾਣਾ ਹੈ ਲੇਕਿਨ ਜਿਹੜੀ ਸ਼ਬਦ ਨਾਮ ਦੀ ਕਮਾਈ ਹੈ ਇਹ ਸਾਡੇ ਸਾਥ ਜਾਣੀ ਹੈ ਇਸ ਵਾਸਤੇ ਉੱਚੇ ਭਾਗਾਂ ਵਾਲੇ ਕਿਹੜੇ ਹੈ ਕਿ ਜਿਹੜੇ ਸ਼ਬਦ ਨਾਮ ਦੀ ਕਮਾਈ ਕਰਦੇ ਹੈ ਡੀਅਰ ਵਨਸ ਆਫਨ ਇਵਨ ਇਨ ਆਵਰ ਲਾਈਫ ਇਫ ਵੀ ਗੈਟ ਸਮ ਪ੍ਰੋਸਪੈਰਿਟੀ ਸਪੋਜ਼ ਲਾਈਕ ਇਫ ਵੀ ਆਰ ਪ੍ਰੋਮੋਟਡ ਇਨ ਆਵਰ ਜੌਬ ਔਰ ਇਫ ਵੀ ਹੈਵ ਫਾਉਂਡ ਅ ਗੁੱਡ ਹਸਬੰਡ ਔਰ ਅ ਗੁੱਡ ਵਾਈਫ ਔਰ ਇਫ ਸਮ ਗੁੱਡ ਨਿਊਜ਼ ਹੈਜ਼ ਕਮ ਇਨ ਟੂ ਆਵਰ ਫੈਮਿਲੀ ਵੀ ਹੈਵ ਗੋਟ ਸਮ ਚਿਲਡਰਨ ਔਰ ਇਫ ਵੀ ਹੈਵ ਗੋਟ ਸਮ ਵੈਲਥ ਵੀ ਅੰਡਰਸਟੈਂਡ ਆਵਰ ਸੈਲਫ ਐਜ਼ ਅ ਮੋਸਟ ਫੋਰਚੂਨੇਟ ਵਨ ਇਵਨ ਥੋ ਵੀ ਨੋ ਥੈਟ ਦ ਪੋਜੀਸ਼ਨ ਵਿਚ ਵੀ ਹੈਵ ਗੋਟ ਇਟ ਇਜ਼ ਨਾਟ ਗੋਇੰਗ ਟੂ ਸਟੇ ਵਿਦ ਅਸ ਫॉर ਆਲ ਦ ਟਾਈਮਸ ਇਟ ਇਜ਼ ਪੋਸੀਬਲ ਥੈਟ ਇਟ ਵਿਲ ਬੀ ਟੇਕਨ ਅਵੇ ਫ੍ਰਮ ਅਸ ਆਲ ਦ ਵਰਲਡਲੀ ਥਿੰਗਸ ਦ ਵੈਲਥ ਐਂਡ ਥਿੰਗਸ no one knows that when that will be taken away or when that will finish but still we understand ourselves as the most fortunate ones when we get one of these worldly things but those who get the meditation of the shabad naam those who collect the wealth of the shabad naam they are the only fortunate ones they are the most fortunate ones because it is such a wealth that once you get it nobody can take it away from you naam de tanu ਚੋਰ ਚਰਾ ਨਹੀਂ ਸਕਦਾ ਠੱਗ ਠੱਗੀ ਨਹੀਂ ਮਾਰ ਸਕਦਾ ਗਾ ਇਸ ਤੇ ਕਿਹਦਾ ਜੇ ਜੀ ਆ ਡੰਡ ਜਾਂ ਜੁਗਾਤ ਨਹੀਂ ਗੀ ਇਸ ਵਾਸਤੇ ਆ ਪਿਆਰ ਨਾਲ ਕਹਿੰਦੇ ਆ ਉਹ ਉੱਚੇ ਭਾਗਾਂ ਵਾਲੇ ਆ ਜਿਹੜੇ ਨਾਮ ਦੀ ਪੂੰਜੀ ਇਕੱਠੀ ਕਰਦੇ ਆ ਨੋ ਰੋਬਰ ਕੈਨ ਰੋਬ ਯੂ ਆਫ ਦ ਵੈਲਥ ਆਫ ਦ ਨਾਮ ਐਂਡ ਨੋ ਰਿਸੀਵਰ ਕੈਨ ਰਿਸੀਵ ਯੂ ਆਫ ਦ ਵੈਲਥ ਆਫ ਦ ਨਾਮ ਐਂਡ ਯੂ ਡੂ ਨਾਟ ਹੈਵ ਟੂ ਟੂ ਪੇ ਐਨੀ ਪੈਨਲਟੀ ਯੂ ਡੂ ਨਾਟ ਹੈਵ ਟੂ ਗੋ ਥਰੂ ਐਨੀ ਐਨੀ ਪੈਨਲਟੀਸ ਇਫ ਯੂ ਹੈਵ ਦ ਵੈਲਥ ਆਫ ਦ ਸ਼ਬਦ ਨਾਮ ਵਿਦ ਯੂ ਪੜ ਪਾਗੀਵੇ ਜੀਵ ਹੈ ਜੋ ਕਰੇ ਕਮਾਈ ਸ਼ਬਦ ਕੀ ਬਿਨਾ ਸ਼ਬਦ ਮਨ ਬਸ ਨਹੀਂ ਤੁਮ ਸੁਰਤ ਕਰੋ ਅਬ ਸ਼ਬਦ ਕਿਉਂ ਸ਼ਬਦ ਨਾਮ ਦੀ ਕਮਾਈ ਕਰਨੀ ਹੈ ਆ ਪਿਆਰ ਦੇ ਨਾਲ ਕਹਿੰਦੇ ਆ ਜਿਹੜਾ ਮਨ ਹੈ ਮਨ ਬੇਸ਼ੱਕ ਛੋਟਾ ਜਿਹਾ ਲਫ਼ਜ਼ ਹੈ ਤੁਸੀਂ ਇਤਿਹਾਸ ਪੜ੍ਹ ਕੇ ਦੇਖ ਲਓ ਤ੍ਰਿਖੀਆਂ ਮੁਨੀਆਂ ਦੇ ਬੜੇ ਹਟੀ ਸਨ ਆਖਰੋ ਵੀ ਮਨ ਦੇ ਦਾਸ ਹੋਏ ਕਿਸੇ ਦੀ ਕੀ ਗੱਲ ਕਰਨੀ ਹੈ ਸਸੰਗੀਆਂ ਨੂੰ ਪਤਾ ਹੈ ਕਿ ਮਨ ਨਾਲ ਕੀ ਮੁਕਾਬਲਾ ਕਰਨਾ ਪੈਂਦਾ ਹੈ ਮਨ ਕਿਸ ਤਰ੍ਹਾਂ ਰੋਜ਼ ਮਿੱਠੀਆਂ ਮਿੱਠੀਆਂ ਵਕੀਲ ਦੀ ਤਰ੍ਹਾਂ ਗੱਲਾਂ ਦੱਸ ਦੱਸ ਕੇ ਹਰ ਇੱਕ ਨੂੰ ਗੁੰਮਰਾਹ ਕਰ ਰਿਹਾ ਹੈ why do we have to do the meditation of the shabad naam <coughs> because we have to fight with the mind mind seems like a very small word very very short word in saying but it is very strong even the great rishis and munis and great devotees who were very strong and who did so many powerful things but when it came to be fighting with the mind even they were defeated by the mind what to talk about others you may talk to the satsangis and you will they will tell you that how difficult it is to fight with the mind every day you have to fight with him the mind is such that he talks very sweetly with you and just like a competent lawyer he convinces you for doing the bad deeds and in that way he overpowers you swami ji maharaj kehnde hai kade ta mitra ban ke he ਅਛੀਆਂ ਅਛੀਆਂ ਪਿਆਰੀਆਂ ਪਿਆਰੀਆਂ ਸਲਾਹਾਂ ਦੇ ਕੇ ਬੰਦੇ ਨੂੰ ਅੰਦਰੋਂ ਹੀ ਗੁੰਮਰਾਹ ਕਰ ਲੈਂਦਾ ਹੈ ਕਦੇ ਕੋਈ ਨਾ ਕੋਈ ਰੋਗ ਦਾ ਬਹਾਨਾ ਲਾਉਂਦਾ ਹੈ ਕਿ ਦੇਖ ਭਈ ਜੇ ਤੂੰ ਤੰਦਰੁਸਤ ਹੋਵੇਂ ਤਾਂ ਹੀ ਭਜਨ ਕਰੇ ਨਾ ਹੁਣ ਤਾਂ ਤੂੰ ਬਿਮਾਰ ਹੈ ਉਧਰੋਂ ਭਜਨ ਤੋਂ ਛਡਾਉਣਾ ਹੈ ਇਸੇ ਤਰ੍ਹਾਂ ਕਦੇ ਡਰ ਪੈਦਾ ਕਰਦਾ ਹੈ ਕਿ ਜੇ ਤੂੰ ਪ੍ਰਮਾਤਮਾ ਦੀ ਭਗਤੀ ਕਰਨ ਲੱਗ ਗਿਆ ਤਾਂ ਤੇਰਾ ਇਹ ਨੁਕਸਾਨ 
ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਘਾਟਾ ਪੈ ਜਾਏਗਾ ਤੂੰ ਜਾ ਕੇ ਕਾਰੋਬਾਰ ਕਰ ਮਤਲਬ ਇਹ ਕਹਿਣ ਦਾ ਹੈ ਕਿ ਪਿਆਰੋ ਮਨ ਸੰਸੰਗੀ ਸਮਝਦੇ ਹੈ ਕਿ ਮਨ ਕੀ ਕਰ ਰਿਹਾ ਹੈ ਸਿੱਖੀਆਂ ਮੁਨੀਆਂ ਦਾ ਇਤਿਹਾਸ ਪੜਨ ਨਾਲੋਂ ਤੁਸੀਂ ਆਪਣੀ ਜ਼ਿੰਦਗੀ ਦੇ ਇਤਿਹਾਸ ਪੜ ਕੇ ਦੇਖ ਲਓ ਸਵਾਮੀ ਜੀ ਮਹਾਰਾਜ ਆਫ ਇੰਗਲਿਸ਼ ਸੇਜ਼ ਦੈਟ ਸਮਟਾਈਮਸ ਬਿਕਮਿੰਗ ਅਵਰ ਫਰੈਂਡ ਐਂਡ ਗਿਵਿੰਗ ਅਸ ਵੈਰੀ ਗੁੱਡ ਐਡਵਾਈਸਸ ਫਰਮ ਅਵਰ ਵਿਦਿਨ ਹੀ ਕੀਪਸ ਅਸ ਅਵੇ ਫਰਮ ਡੂਇੰਗ ਦ ਮੈਡੀਟੇਸ਼ਨ ਐਂਡ ਸਮਟਾਈਮਸ ਹੀ ਟੈਲਸ ਅਸ ਵੈਰੀ ਲਵਿੰਗਲੀ ਦੈਟ ਇਫ ਯੂ ਵਿਲ ਡੂ ਦ ਮੈਡੀਟੇਸ਼ਨ ਯੂ ਵਿਲ ਬਿਕਮ ਸਿਕ ਔਰ ਐਂਡ ਅਦਰ ਟਾਈਮਸ he will come back to you sometimes he threatens you he makes you sick sometimes he will tell you that if you will do the meditation of the shabad naam you will lose a lot in your business and like that so in so many different ways he tries to prevent you from doing the meditation so what to talk about the history and the lives of the great rishis and munis every satsangi satsangi knows about the power of the mind and they should look in their own selves they should look at their own life story that how the mind is always deceiving them बिना शब्द मन बस नहीं तुम सूरत करो अब शब्द की वे क्यों आए इस जगत में जिन मिली ना पूंजी शब्द ਮੈਂ ਉੱਪਰ ਗੁਰੂ ਰਾਮਦਾਸ ਜੀ ਮਹਾਰਾਜ ਦੀ ਬਾਣੀ ਦਾ ਮਿਸਾਲ ਦੇ ਕੇ ਆਇਆ ਸੀਗਾ ਕਿ ਜਿਨ ਹਰ ਹਿਰਦੇ ਨਾਮ ਨ ਵਸਿਓ ਤਨ ਮਾਤ ਕੀ ਜਾ ਹਰ ਵਾਂਝਾ ਜਿਨ੍ਹਾਂ ਦੇ ਬੱਚਿਆਂ ਨੂੰ ਨਾਮ ਨਹੀਂ ਮਿਲਿਆ ਉਹਨਾਂ ਦੀਆਂ ਮਾਤਾ ਵਾਂਝ ਕਿਉਂ ਨਾ ਰਹਿ ਗਈਆਂ ਇਹੀ ਸਵਾਮੀ ਜੀ ਮਹਾਰਾਜ ਕਹਿੰਦੇ ਆ ਉਹ ਇਨਸਾਨ ਦੇ ਜਾਮੇ ਚ ਕਿਉਂ ਆਏ ਇਹ ਤੂੰ ਤਾਂ ਪਸ਼ੂ ਢੋਰ ਹੀ ਬਣ ਜਾਂਦੇ ਜਿਨ੍ਹਾਂ ਨੂੰ ਸ਼ਬਦ ਨਾਮ ਦਾ ਭੇਦ ਹੀ ਨਹੀਂ ਮਿਲਿਆ ਜਿਨ੍ਹਾਂ ਦੀ ਆਤਮਾ ਦੇ ਅੰਦਰ ਨਾਮ ਦੀ ਤੜਫ ਹੀ ਪੈਦਾ ਨਹੀਂ ਹੋਈ ਅਰਲੀਅਰ ਆਈ ਹੈਡ ਕੋਟਡ ਗੁਰੂ ਰਾਮਦਾਸ ਜੀ ਮਹਾਰਾਜ ਹੀ ਹੈ ਸੈਡ ਦੈਟ ਇਟ ਵੁਡ ਹੈਵ ਬੀਨ ਮਚ ਬੈਟਰ ਫॉर ਦ ਮਦਰ ਆਫ ਦ ਵਨ ਵਿਦ ਇਨ ਹਿਸ ਹਾਰਟ ਦ ਨਾਮ ਇਜ਼ ਨਾਟ ਮੈਨੀਫੈਸਟਡ ਟੂ ਰਿਮੇਨ ਚਾਈਲਡਲੈਸ ਦੈਨ ਟੂ ਗਿਵ ਬਰਥ ਟੂ ਸਚ ਅ ਚਾਈਲਡ ਹੂ ਡਸ ਨਾਟ ਹੈਵ ਦ ਯਰਨਿੰਗ ਐਂਡ ਦ ਈਗਰਨੈਸ ਟੂ ਡੂ ਦ ਮੈਡੀਟੇਸ਼ਨ ਆਫ ਸ਼ਬਦ ਨਾਮ ਸਵਾਮੀ ਜੀ ਮਹਾਰਾਜ ਆਲਸੋ ਸੇਸ ਦ ਸੇਮ ਥਿੰਗ ਹੀ ਸੇਸ ਦੈਟ ਵਾਈ ਡਿਡ ਦੇ ਕਮ ਇਨ ਥਿਸ ਵਰਲਡ ਵਾਈ ਡਿਡ ਥੋਸ ਹੂ do not do the meditation of shabad naam come in this world it would have been much better for them to come into this world as the animals and the beast and the other creatures why did they come in the human form if they do not have the love for the master within them if they do not have the yearning to do the devotion of shabad naam aa pyar na kende hai naam te aaye nisajna janm padarth jeet nanak dharm aise chau ki tone pavan paneet lovingly he says that oh beloved friends you do the meditation of the shabad naam and in this way you create the love for the beloved within you in this way your whole house will be illuminated and you will become one with him guru arjan dev ji maharaj ta itho tak kende hai ke पापी कर्म कमाम दे कर दे हाय हाय नानक ज्यों मथन मदाणियां त्यों मथे धर्म राय गुरु अर्जुन देव जी महाराज इवन सेज दैट द सिनर्स गो ऑन कमिटिंग द सिन्स एंड अलोंग विद दैट दे आर सफरिंग एंड दे आर साइंग एंड स्क्रीमिंग एंड क्राइंग बट व्हेन दे विल बी प्रेजेंटेड इन फ्रंट ऑफ द लॉर्ड ऑफ जजमेंट ही विल शर्न देम जस्ट लाइक यू शर्न समथिंग इन द सेम वे दे विल बी पनिश्ड दे विल बी मेड टू गो थ्रू द चर्न्स ਮੇ ਜਿਨ ਮਿਲੀ ਨਾ ਪੂੰਜੀ 
कट में हर दम हो रही क्यों सुने न पानी शब्द की ओ कलमा ओ वाणी ओ धन हर दम थोड़े कट दे अंदर तुनकारा दे रही है थानू अपनी तरफ बुला रही है that kalma or that bani or that tone or the sound current is happening within you is coming within you every moment and every moment that kalma that power is calling you towards itself lekin assi is nu apne aap sun nahi sakde andar ja nahi sakde ge jinna chikr assi kise aise mahatma de charna vich ja ke nahi baithde ge jis ne eh shabd nu aap de andar prakat kar liya hove shabd roop ho ke baith gaya hove maharaj karpal kehnde hunde si padhya hi padha sakda hai pehlwan hi pehlwan hi sikha sakda hai ji ne khud ni sari zindagi ji kita oh dusre nu ki dass sakda hai kisre nu ki de devega but we cannot hear this sound current ourselves and we cannot go to the sound current by just by our means unless we go to the perfect master who has manifested that sound current within him we cannot manifest the sound current within us master kripal singh used to say that only he who has learned to wrestle can teach other people and make them the wrestler only he who is learned can make other people how to read and write he who has not known how to read and write how can he teach others so he who has manifested the shabad naam only he can make you manifest the shabad naam within you satyata guru nanak sahib eh kende hai ke ji di andar koi rasai ni andar pahunchya ni gallan sachkhand diyan karda hai kehn lage nanak te nar asal khar je bin gun garb karant jinna di andar rasai ni jinna di andar pahunch ni gi oh hankar karde hai ke assi mahatma hai assi guni gyani hai ਆਪ ਪਤਾ ਨਹੀਂ ਕੀ ਹੋਏਗਾ ਲੋਕਾਂ ਨੂੰ ਪਿੱਛੇ ਹੋਰ ਲਾ ਲੈਂਦੇ ਹੈ ਦ ਰਿਐਲਿਟੀ ਐਸ ਗੁਰੂ ਨਾਨਕ ਸਾਹਿਬ ਪੁੱਟਸ ਥਿਸ ਵੇ ਐਸ ਹੀ ਸੇਸ ਥੈਟ ਥੋਸ ਹੂ ਹੈਵ ਥੋਸ ਹੂ ਡੂ ਨਾਟ ਹੈਵ ਦ ਐਕਸੈਸ ਟੂ ਦ ਇਨਰ ਪਲੇਨ ਥੋਸ ਹੂ ਨਾਟ ਗੋਨ ਇਨ ਦ ਵਿਦਿਨ ਥੋਸ ਹੂ ਨਾਟ ਰੀਚ ਸਚ ਕੰਨ ਬਟ ਆਊਟਸਾਈਡ ਥੋਸ ਹੂ ਟਾਕ ਅਬਾਊਟ ਇਟ ਐਂਡ ਥੋਸ ਹੂ ਸ਼ੋ ਆਫ ਟੂ ਦ ਪੀਪਲ ਬਿਕਮਿੰਗ ਦ ਮਹਾਤਮਾਸ ਗੁਰੂ ਨਾਨਕ ਸਾਹਿਬ ਸੇਸ ਥੈਟ ਇਨ ਫੈਕਟ ਇਨ ਰਿਐਲਿਟੀ ਦੇ ਆਰ ਦ ਰੀਅਲ ਡੋਂਕੀਜ਼ ਬਿਕੋਜ਼ ਦੇ have the pride of the qualities without having the qualities so those who do not have such qualities and still show off to the people that they have the qualities what benefit they can give to the people and what their followers can gain from them tune kat me har dam ho rahi kyun sune na pani shabad ਸਵਾਮੀ ਜੀ ਮਹਾਰਾਜ ਕਹਿੰਦੇ ਆ ਕਿ ਤੁਸੀਂ ਗ੍ਰਿਸ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਰਹਿੰਦਿਆਂ ਹੋਇਆ ਥੋੜਾ ਬਹੁਤ ਅਕਾਂਤ ਵਿੱਚ ਬੈਠ ਕੇ ਭਜਨ ਦੇ ਵਾਸਤੇ ਵੀ ਟਾਈਮ ਕੱਢੋ ਜਿਸ ਤਰ੍ਹਾਂ ਅਸੀਂ ਹੋਰ ਵੀ ਦੁਨੀਆ ਦੇ ਕੰਮ ਕਰਦੇ ਹਾਂ ਕੀ ਭਜਨ ਹੀ ਐਸਾ ਹੈ ਜਿਹਦੇ ਵਾਸਤੇ ਟਾਈਮ ਨਾ ਕੱਢਿਆ ਜਾਵੇ ਸਵਾਮੀ ਜੀ ਮਹਾਰਾਜ ਸੇ ਦੈਟ ਈਵਨ ਵਾਈਲ ਲਿਵਿੰਗ ਇਨ ਯੋਰ ਹਾਊਸ ਔਰ ਲਾਈਫ ਯੂ ਸ਼ੁੱਡ ਟੇਕ ਆਊਟ ਸਮ ਟਾਈਮ ਗੋ ਇਨ ਦ ਸਿਕਲੂਜਨ ਐਂਡ ਡੂ ਦ ਮੈਡੀਟੇਸ਼ਨ ਯੂ ਨੋ ਦੈਟ ਵੀ ਆਰ ਏਬਲ ਟੂ ਟੇਕ ਆਊਟ ਦ ਟਾਈਮ ਵੀ ਆਰ ਏਬਲ ਟੂ spare the time for the other things is meditation the only thing that we cannot find the time for 
ਸੰਤਾਂ ਨੇ ਨਿਸ਼ਾਨ ਦੱਸ ਦਿੱਤਾ ਹੈ ਕਿ ਕਿਸ ਜਗ੍ਹਾ ਧਿਆਨ ਟਿਕਾਉਣਾ ਹੈ ਰਸਤਾ ਦੱਸ ਦਿੱਤਾ ਹੈ ਇਹ ਨਹੀਂ ਕਿ ਉਹਨਾਂ ਨੇ ਨਿਸ਼ਾਨ ਹੀ ਦੱਸ ਦਿੱਤਾ ਰਸਤਾ ਹੀ ਦੱਸ ਦਿੱਤਾ ਕਿ ਇਸ ਰਸਤੇ ਜਾਣਾ ਹੈ ਜੋ ਪ੍ਰੇਮੀ ਕਮਾਈ ਕਰਦੇ ਆ ਉਹਨਾਂ ਨੂੰ ਪਤਾ ਹੈ ਕਿ ਉਹ ਹਰ ਮੰਜ਼ਿਲ ਤੇ ਜੀਵ ਦੇ ਨਾਲ ਹੋ ਕੇ ਅੱਗੇ ਲਿਆਂਦੇ ਹੈ ਉਹ ਇੱਕ ਸਕਿੰਟ ਵੀ ਪਿੱਛੇ ਨਹੀਂ ਜਾਂਦੇਗੇ ਤੁਸੀਂ ਖੁਦ ਸਿਮਰਨ ਦੇ ਜਰੀਏ ਨੌ ਦੁਆਰੇ ਖਾਲੀ ਕਰਕੇ ਅੱਖਾਂ ਪਿੱਛੇ ਆ ਕੇ ਤਾਂ ਦੇਖੋ ਤੁਹਾਡਾ ਗੁਰੂ ਤੁਹਾਡੇ ਨਾਲੋਂ ਪਹਿਲਾਂ ਮੌਜੂਦ ਉੱਥੇ ਹੈ ਦ ਸੇਂਟਸ ਹੈਵ ਸ਼ੋਨ ਅਸ ਅ ਸਾਈਨ ਪੋਸਟ ਦੇ ਹੈਵ ਟੋਲਡ ਅਸ ਦੇ ਵੇ ਔਨ ਵਿਚ ਵੀ ਹੈਵ ਟੂ ਗੋ ਦੇ ਹੈਵ ਨਾਟ ਓਨਲੀ ਸ਼ੋਨ ਅਸ ਅ ਸਾਈਨ ਪੋਸਟ ਐਂਡ ਦੇ ਹੈਵ ਨਾਟ ਓਨਲੀ ਟੋਲਡ ਅਸ ਦ ਪਾਥ ਔਨ ਵਿਚ ਵੀ ਹੈਵ ਟੂ ਗੋ ਬਟ ਦੇ ਅਕੰਪਨੀ ਅਸ ਆਲ ਦ ਟਾਈਮਸ ਥੋਸ ਹੂ ਰਾਈਜ਼ ਅਬਵ ਐਂਡ ਥੋਸ ਹੂ ਕਮ ਟੂ ਦ ਆਈ ਸੈਂਟਰ ਦੇ ਨੋ ਦੈਟ ਈਵਨ ਬਿਫੋਰ ਦੇ ਹੈਵ ਰੀਚ ਦੈਟ ਦ ਮਾਸਟਰ ਇਜ਼ ਆਲਵੇਜ਼ देयर ਦ ਮਾਸਟਰ ਇਜ਼ ਵੇਟਿੰਗ ਫਾਰ देम ਟੂ ਗਾਈਡ देम ਐਂਡ ਟੂ ਟੇਕ देम ਇਨਸਾਈਡ ਗੁਰੂ ਨਾਨਕ ਕਹਿੰਦੇ ਆ ਸਤ ਗੁਰੂ ਮੇਰਾ ਸਦਾ ਹੈ ਨਾਲੇ ਸਿਮਰ ਸਿਮਰ ਤੂੰ ਸਦਾ ਸੰਭਾਲੇ ਗੁਰੂ ਸਦਾ ਨਾਲ ਹੈ ਤੂੰ ਸਿਮਰਨ ਯਾਦ ਕਰ ਉਹ ਤੇਰੇ ਨਾਲ ਹੀ ਹੈ ਤੇਰੀ ਸਦਾ ਸੰਭਾਲ ਕਰਦਾ ਹੈ ਸੋ ਰਾਈਜ਼ ਅਬਵ ਐਂਡ ਐਟ ਲੀਸਟ ਕਮ ਬਿਹਾਈਂਡ ਦੀ ਆਈ ਕਮ ਟੂ ਦੀ ਆਈ ਸੈਂਟਰ ਐਂਡ ਯੂ ਵਿਲ ਸੀ ਥੈਟ ਯੂਰ ਮਾਸਟਰ ਇਜ਼ देयर ਟੂ ਗਾਈਡ ਯੂ ਇਨ ਦ ਵਿਦਿਨ ਗੁਰੂ ਨਾਨਕ ਸਾਹਿਬ ਸੇ ਥੈਟ ਮਾਈ ਮਾਸਟਰ ਇਜ਼ ਆਲਵੇਜ਼ ਵਿਦ ਮੀ ਯੂ ਮੈਡੀਟੇਟ ਅਪਨ ਹਿਮ ਯੂ ਡੂ ਹਿਸ ਸਿਮਰਨ ਐਂਡ ਐਵਰੀ ਸਿੰਗਲ ਮੋਮੈਂਟ ਹੀ ਇਜ਼ ਪ੍ਰੋਟੈਕਟਿੰਗ ਯੂ ਸੋ ਹੀ ਸੇਸ ਥੈਟ ਯੂ ਡੂ ਯੂਰ ਸਿਮਰਨ ਯੂ ਕਮ ਟੂ ਦੀ ਆਈ ਸੈਂਟਰ ਐਂਡ ਯੂ ਵਿਲ ਸੀ ਥੈਟ ਹਾਊ ਯੂਰ ਮਾਸਟਰ ਇਜ਼ ਪ੍ਰੋਟੈਕਟਿੰਗ ਯੂ ਮੋਮੈਂਟ ਆਫਟਰ ਮੋਮੈਂਟ ਮੇਰਾ ਜਾਤੀ ਤਜਰਬਾ ਹੈ ਜਿੰਨਾ ਜ਼ਿਕਰ ਗੁਰੂ ਸਿੱਖ ਦਾ ਮੁਕਾਬਲਾ ਨਹੀਂ ਹੁੰਦਾਗਾ ਕਿ ਕੌਣ ਜਿਆਦਾ ਯਾਦ ਕਰਦਾ ਹੈ ਕਿਉਂਕਿ ਗੁਰੂ ਜਿਹੜਾ ਹੈ ਸੇਵਕ ਨੂੰ ਜੇ ਸੇਵਕ ਇੱਕ ਵਾਰੀ ਯਾਦ ਕਰਦਾ ਤਾਂ ਸੈਂਕੜੇ ਦਫਾ ਵੱਧ ਯਾਦ ਕਰਦਾ ਹੈ ਤੇ ਜੇ ਸੇਵਕ ਦਾ ਵੀ ਉਹੀ ਮੁਕਾਬਲਾ ਨਾਲ ਚੱਲ ਪਏ ਕਿ ਤੂੰ ਜਿਆਦਾ ਵੀ ਯਾਦ ਕਰਦਾ ਜਾਂ ਮੈਂ ਤੈਨੂੰ ਜਿਆਦਾ ਯਾਦ ਕਰਦਾ ਹਾਂ ਫਿਰ ਦੇਖ ਕਿ ਕਿਸ ਤਰ੍ਹਾਂ ਉਹ ਸੁੱਤਿਆਂ ਵੀ ਨਾਲ ਜਾਗਦਿਆਂ ਵੀ ਨਾਲ ਜੰਗਲਾਂ ਪਹਾੜਾਂ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਵੀ ਗੁਰੂ ਨਾਲ ਹੈ ਓਕੇ ਵਕਤ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਆ ਕੇ ਉਹ ਸੰਭਾਲ ਕਰਦਾ ਹੈ ਥਿਸ ਇਜ਼ ਮਾਈ ਪਰਸਨਲ ਐਕਸਪੀਰੀਅੰਸ ਥੈਟ ਅਨਲੈਸ ਥੈਟ ਇਜ਼ ਅ ਕੰਪੀਟੀਸ਼ਨ ਆਫ ਦ ਰਿਮੈਂਬਰੈਂਸ ਬਿਟਵੀਨ ਦ ਮਾਸਟਰ ਐਂਡ ਦ ਡਿਸਾਈਪਲ ਦ ਡਿਸਾਈਪਲ ਕੈਨ ਨਾਟ ਰੀਚ ਐਨੀਵੇਰ ਨੀਅਰ ਦ ਮਾਸਟਰ ਬਿਕੋਜ਼ ਇਫ ਦ ਡਿਸਾਈਪਲ ਰਿਮੈਂਬਰਸ ਦ ਮਾਸਟਰ ਫੋਰ ਵਨ ਟਾਈਮ ਦ ਮਾਸਟਰ ਰਿਮੈਂਬਰਸ ਦ ਡਿਸਾਈਪਲ ਹੰਡਰਡਸ ਆਫ ਟਾਈਮਸ ਸੋ ਵੈਨ ਦ ਡਿਸਾਈਪਲ ਡਿਵੈਲਪਸ ਥਿਸ ਐਟੀਟਿਊਡ ਆਫ ਕੰਪੀਟਿੰਗ ਵਿਦ ਦ ਮਾਸਟਰ ਇਨ ਦ ਰਿਮੈਂਬਰੈਂਸ ਥੈਟ ਹਾਊ ਮਚ ਹੀ ਰਿਮੈਂਬਰਸ ਐਂਡ when he comes close to the master and once he manifests the master within him then he realizes then he sees that how that master is always with him in the mountains in the wilderness in the jungles everywhere wherever he goes he will find that the master is always with him hun sade ki halat hai assi kai kai ghante kai kai din guru nu bhule rehne hai assi muqabla ta ki karna si assi guru di tarafon sutte rehne hai but now what is our condition for many many hours for many many days we keep forgetting the master so what can we do how can we compete with the master we keep sleeping we keep sleeping we keep forgetting the master for many days ਸਵਾਮੀ ਜੀ ਮਹਾਰਾਜ ਪਿਆਰ ਨਾਲ ਦੱਸਦੇ ਆ ਕਿਹੜੀਆਂ ਚੀਜ਼ਾਂ ਸਾਨੂੰ ਰੁਕਾਵਟ ਪਾਉਂਦੀਆਂ ਅੰਦਰ ਜਾਣ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਸਭ ਤੋਂ ਪਹਿਲਾਂ ਤਾਂ ਆਲਸ ਹੈ ਫਿਰ ਰਾਤ ਵੱਡੀ ਹੈ ਫਿਰ ਭਜਨ ਕਰ ਲਾਂਗੇ ਜਾਂ 
ਹੁਣ ਦਿਨੇ ਆਰਾਮ ਕਰ ਲਈਏ ਰਾਤ ਨੂੰ ਭਜਨ ਕਰ ਲਾਂਗੇ ਪਲੈਨਗਾ ਕਰਦੇ ਕਰਦੇ ਅਸੀਂ ਆਰਸ ਕਰਦੇ ਕਰਦੇ ਹੀ ਸਮਾਂ ਕੱਢੀ ਜਾਂਦੇ ਹਾਂ ਨਾ ਸਵਾਮੀ ਜੀ ਮਹਾਰਾਜ ਲਵਿੰਗਲੀ ਸੇਜ਼ ਦੈਟ ਵਾਟ ਆਰ ਦ ਥਿੰਗਸ ਵਿਚ ਆਰ ਲਾਈਕ ਦੀ ਆਬਸਟੈਕਲਸ ਵਿਚ ਆਰ ਹਿੰਡਰਿੰਗ ਇਨ ਆਵਰ ਵੇ ਟੂ ਗੋ ਵਿਦਿਨ ਫਰਸਟ ਆਫ ਆਲ ਥੈਰ ਇਜ਼ ਦ ਲੇਜ਼ੀਨੈਸ ਲੇਜ਼ੀਨੈਸ ਇਜ਼ ਦ ਥਿੰਗ ਵਿਚ ਆਲਵੇਜ਼ ਕੀਪਸ ਅਸ ਫਰਮ ਗੋਇੰਗ ਇਨ ਦ ਵਿਦਿਨ ਵੀ ਸੇ ਥੈਟ ਵੀ ਵਿਲ ਮੈਡੀਟੇਟ ਲੇਟਰ ਔਨ ਦ ਨਾਈਟ ਇਜ਼ ਵੈਰੀ ਲੌਂਗ ਟੁਮਾਰੋ ਮਾਰਨਿੰਗ ਵੀ ਵਿਲ ਮੈਡੀਟੇਟ ਔਰ ਵੀ ਵਿਲ ਮੈਡੀਟੇਟ ਸਮ ਅਦਰ ਟਾਈਮ ਐਂਡ ਇਨ ਥਿਸ ਵੇ ਵੀ ਗੋ ਔਨ ਪਲੈਨਿੰਗ ਬਟ ਵੀ ਨੈਵਰ ਮੈਡੀਟੇਟ ਐਂਡ ਇਨ ਥਿਸ ਵੇ ਜਸਟ ਇਨ ਪਲੈਨਿੰਗ ਵੀ ਸਪੈਂਡ ਦ ਹੋਲ ਟਾਈਮ ਦੂਸਰੀ ਮਨ ਸਾਡੇ ਅੰਦਰ ਕਾਲੀ ਪੈਦਾ ਕਰਦਾ ਹੈ ਜੇ ਕਿਤੇ ਭੁੱਲ ਭੁਲੇਖੇ 4 ਦਿਨ 2 ਦਿਨ ਅਸੀਂ ਭਜਨ ਵਿਆਸ ਤੇ ਬੈਠ ਜਾਂਦੇ ਹਾਂ ਤੋ ਅਸੀਂ ਕਹਿੰਦੇ ਜੀ ਸਾਡੀ ਤਰੱਕੀ ਨਹੀਂ ਹੋਏਗੀ ਮਹਾਰਾਜ ਸਾਵਣ ਸਿੰਘ ਕਹਿੰਦੇ ਹੁੰਦੇ ਸੀਗੇ ਕਿ ਪੱਛਮ ਦੇ ਲੋਕਾਂ ਦਾ ਜਿਹੜਾ ਮਨ ਹੈ ਇਹ ਬਹੁਤ ਕਾਲਾ ਪੈ ਜਾਂਦਾ ਹੈ ਕੋਈ ਪ੍ਰੇਮੀ ਉਹਨਾਂ ਤੋਂ ਨਾਮ ਲੈ ਕੇ ਆਇਆ ਹਫਤੇ ਤੋਂ ਬਾਅਦ ਹੀ ਉਹਨੇ ਪੱਤਰ ਲਿਖ ਕਲਿਆ ਕਿ ਮੈਂ ਜੀ ਮੇਰੀ ਅਜੇ ਕੋਈ ਤਰੱਕੀ ਨਹੀਂ ਹੋਈ ਹੁਣ ਤੁਸੀਂ ਸੋਚ ਕੇ ਦੇਖ ਲਓ ਕਿ ਕਿੰਨਾ ਕਸੀ ਭਜਨ ਕਰ ਲਿਆ ਹੈ ਸੋ ਇਸ ਵਾਸਤੇ ਸਵਾਮੀ ਜੀ ਮਹਾਰਾਜ ਕਹਿੰਦੇ ਆ ਆਰਸ ਛੱਡੋ ਕਾਲੀ ਕਰਨੀ ਛੱਡੋ ਕਿਉਂਕਿ ਸਹਿਜ ਪੱਕੇ ਸੋ ਮੀਠਾ ਗੁਰੂ ਸਾਹਿਬ ਕਹਿੰਦੇ ਆ ਕਿ ਜਿਹੜਾ ਕਾਲੀ ਦਾ ਕੰਮ ਹੈ ਉਹ ਕਾਲ ਦੀ ਤਰਫੋਂ ਹੈ the other thing is the feeling of hurry which we get <coughs> this is something what master saman singh ji also used to say that if by mistake we do the meditation for a couple of days then we question the progress then we say that why have we not progressed master saman singh ji used to say that the minds of the devans from the west are so swift that they have this feeling of hurry in them one dear one had just got initiated by master saman singh and upon his return to his home he wrote a letter saying that he has not progressed enough so master saman singh used to say that the devans from the west has this kind of mind that when they meditate for a few days they want to progress a lot so he also used to say that the fruit which ripens uh, gradually gives the most taste the thing which happens instantly is from the negative power so we should not have this feeling of hurriness both these things laziness and the feeling of hurriness these are the obstacles in our way to go with it and our closing bhajan is sanchi's bhajan asio gunahare ji on page 126 we are the sinners we pray to you we pray to you by getting trapped in the snare of attachment and maya we have become useless the boat is adrift in the ocean of life take it to the shore only you know your importance who are we the poor ones oh giver except you there is no one who is ours my beloved satguru i am ignorant poor ajeb dependent on kripal We are the sinners. We pray to you. We pray to you. A bhajan of Sanchi's on page 126 Mo maya de jala tra fasake Mo maya de jala tra fasake Mo maya de jala tra fasake
बन गाए नकारे जी अरे जाकारिए अरे जाकारिए असियो गुण हारे जी अरे जाकारिए अरे जाकारिए बबसा गर विच बेदी अडगे बबसा गर विच बेदी अडगे लावो पार किनारे जी अरे जाकारिए अरे जाकारिए असियो गुण हारे जी अरे जाकारिए अरे जाकारिए तेरी महिमा तू ही जाने तेरी महिमा तू ही जाने असिको नवचारा जी अरे जाकारिए अरे जाकारिए असियो गुण हारे जी अरे जाकारिए अरे जाकारिए तेरे बिन दाता जी कोई न सादा तेरे बिन दाता जी कोई न सादा मेरे सतगुरु प्यारे जी अरे जाकारिए अरे जाकारिए असियो गुण हारे जी अरे जाकारिए अरे जाकारिए मैं अन जहान अजाय बिचारा मैं अन जहान अजाय बिचारा कृपाल सहारे जी अरे जाकारिए अरे जाकारिए असियो गुण हारे जी अरे जाकारिए अरे जाकारिए We are the sinners we pray to you we pray to you And this is a prayer of Kabir's One cannot meditate with hunger gnawing within Take thou the rosary away from me O Lord Grant unto me flour ghee and salt beside some pulse that I may have a day's ration to live upon a cot a pillow with a bed and a quilt that I may meditate on thee undisturbed I have not been greedy in my demands for I love nothing better than thy word give unto me as much as i may live on in peace and none turns away hungry from my door may god continue to bless us all <laughs>